you or someone you love needs help for an addiction, where do you turn? Foundations Recovery Network offers individualized treatment for the whole person. Our goal goes beyond short-term sobriety. We address substance abuse and co-occurring mental health issues together, providing a firm foundation for long-term recovery. The first step is often the hardest, but we're here with a free assessment, insurance information, and treatment options. Our confidential helpline is available 24-7, so call 877-714-1318 and discover the Foundation's Recovery Network difference today. Yo, what's up? This is Jacoby from Papa Roach. This is Ryan Leaf. This is Rich Roll, and you're listening to Sober Guy Radio. Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. Damn, that shit's smooth. Have you checked out the I Am Sober app? If not, you can go to that soberguy.com right now and download it there for free. I Am Sober is helping thousands of people just like you get sober and stay sober. Best of all, like I said, the app is free. You can get an overview of your sobriety milestones. You can see how much money you've saved by not blowing it all. On booze, drugs. You can also get daily notifications to help keep you on track and keep you headed in the right direction. And then also there's a new feature that the team just rolled out. Uh, it's an update called Daily Pledges. And uh, what it is, it's a way for you to take things one day at a time so you can wake up in the morning, you can make your daily pledge to stay sober, and then after that you'll get your daily motivation. You can then track these on a calendar and you can see how many times you've done this and keep up to date on it. And uh, it's really a cool way to stay engaged and to hold your ass accountable. Everybody say that with me, accountable. Let's try it one more time. Really say it. One, two, three, accountable. A super important word. You can get the I Am Sober app at the App Store, iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store. You can go to IamSoberApp.com or you can also go to that SoberGuide.com. And there's some links over in the right-hand side um, of the website. And you can click on any of those links there to download the app for free. So download the I Am Sober app today. Also, do you need some help? Do you have a family member who needs some help? Are you looking for a phone number you can call right now? You can do that by calling Foundations Recovery Network. It's confidential. It's a private line. You heard the ad at the beginning of the uh, podcast today. Great people, great uh, organization with a lot of great resources. If you need help or you know someone who does, you can call them at 877-714-1318. That's Foundations Recovery Network. It's nationwide residential and outpatient facilities. So look them up. You can also go to foundationsrecoverynetwork.com. Get some more information there. How's everybody doing? It's a new year today. It's 2018 isn't that exciting? Are you excited about that? Or are you like, eh, fuck, another new year or whatever? But I would encourage you to not be like that, man. It's about us. It's about how I perceive, how I envision, how I set myself up for success on this year. 
What's that going to be like for you? Made any goals? Did you hear the toilet just flush? I'm in a room that's very close to a bathroom right now. And uh, sometimes it stinks in here, obviously, too. I don't know if it's obvious so much to you as it is to me because I'm actually sitting in here. But sometimes someone will come in and take a dump in the bathroom and then it'll just stink up the whole room in here. I don't know how I sit in here. I was sitting here eating a cup of noodle the other day. And all of a sudden just got the huge stench of butt. So disgusting. So disgusting. That reminds me of a story actually to ring in the new year. It's called Wash Your Hands. Wash your hands. Let me tell you how this went. So I step out the other day uh, to use the restroom. And uh, I do my thing. Taking a leak, by the way. I try not to public shit. It's just something that I've had an issue with as a kid. So I don't care how far away from home I am, unless it is an absolute dire emergency and I'm about to shit my pants, I'm going home. I want a good old classic comfortable dump in the courtesy of my own home. Plain and simple. There's nothing wrong with that. And uh, it's the way it is. So anyways, I go into the bathroom, take a leak. I'm um, I'm washing my hands and I hear... I, I, I noticed, and it's so weird. Every time I go in this particular bathroom, there's somebody in there public shitting, taking a dump, right? And I don't know why that bothers me. I know it's kind of funny. Um, at least I think it's kind of funny that, that that's so irritating because it is a public bathroom. And what do you do in a public bathroom? You shit and you pee and you wash your hands, I guess. And, you know, whatever you do in a men's room, that's what you do. But every single time I go in there to take a leak, there's someone taking a dump. And it's annoying to me. And it's been one of those things I walk in and I go, Oh, here we go again. Someone. And so I got to check myself and say, Hey, we're in a public bathroom. It's not all about, it's, this isn't my bathroom. So someone's in there. Great. Fantastic. I know everyone out there is going, what the hell is this dude talking about right now? Especially if you uh, listening the first time, but you know, I got to speak truth and be real. And this is a raw show. And, um, and, and, and that's kind of what I do. So I'm not going to apologize for it right now. No, I'm not. I'm going to keep going. So, and I know some of you want to hear this weird ass shit too. So, I'll, you know, thank you for that. I, I see the guy in there, right? And you, you ever recognize the shoes? A shout out to my homie, Rick, just in case he, he listens to this. This actually, I posted this on a thread on, on, on the Facebook, on my Facebook too. So you can see the, the picture of the bathroom and the little post I put there about this incident too. But my homie Rick on there, he said he was telling a story of, you know, one time he was in a, I think a, a round table bathroom and he noticed the guy's shoes underneath. You, you ever do that? You, you look for the shoes. What kind of shoes is, is this person wearing? That way you can recognize them when you walk through the office or through the restaurant or, uh, you know, wherever it is you want to see, oh, that's that motherfucker that was stinking it up in there. He was wearing the Jordans in there. He was wearing the, the bass loafers. Whatever he was going on, he was barefoot. You never know. Some dudes bare, some dudes are barefoot in public public restrooms, and that's absolutely disgusting. A whole other story in itself. But um, Rick uh, told told a quick story about how he had noticed the guy's shoes, and um, noticed that the guy came out. Well, I don't want to ruin the story. Actually, hear my own story because this is similar to that. So we'll get back to that in just a minute. But so. Let me get back to myself. I, I take a leak. I'm washing my hands. I see the dude who's just public shitting in in the in the stall, right? I see him come out. 
And he comes, he comes next to me and he literally splashes. I mean, I'm not even talking dunk your hands under the water. And mind you, this dude just took a nasty ass shit. Like a, like it, it was pretty gross. Like the whole place just, he blew it up and he, he throws his hands, not even under the water all the way. He basically just like sprinkles some water on his hands and turns the the thing off and 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 he's whistling while he's he's super happy right he's whistling just got his dump off like great phenomenal day for this guy apparently just amazing he grabs the towels or the the um paper towels he wipes them off and he walks out the door and I go are you kidding me right now this dude just just took a massive dump and he and he's going to go you know, touch a bunch of shit after he didn't wash his hands. That's so disgusting to me. Now, for you out there who don't wash your hands, I apologize. But you need to wash your damn hands. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm going to take back my apology right now. I do not apologize. Wash your hands. Okay? I don't want to tell anybody what to do. That should just be common sense, though. Like, you just got to wash your hands after that, especially wiping your ass. Like, come on. I think I put on the Facebook post... Wiping your culo. You're so cool, I'm going to call you culo. Do you, anybody remember that from American Me? Shout out to my homie Birdo. Posted that one to him too. But in any case, that's what happened yesterday. And you're probably wondering, how in the hell does that relate to recovery? And I'll tell you in just a minute. But first, let me finish Rick's story real quick. He, he told me he's seen the dude come out of the round table, out of the bathroom after blowing it up and not washing his hands. And dude was just sloppy into some thick crust, saucy-ass round table pizza, just mowing away on it after he just took a massive public shit and didn't wash his hands. Are you kidding me? I think I followed up with something like he may have well have went and got a bag of Cheetos. And just gone to town after those because that's just sick. Just sick. So for those of you who haven't turned this episode off yet, which how can I blame you? But how can I blame you for staying either? This is an interesting topic that you don't get to hear about every day. And you hear about things like this on Sober Guy Radio. And that's why people love the show because we talk about some weird shit sometimes. How does it relate to recovery? You can't just throw a little bit of water on your hands and expect them to be clean and expect to go about your day and have a nice cleanly, cleanly day with cleanly hands and cleanly everything. You can't do that in your recovery either. You can't just do a half-assed job of trying to stay sober without being in community, without having a sponsor, without helping others, okay, without finding some purpose. You know, you got to you got to go through the full wash. You got to go through it. You got to scrub a little bit. You got to clean it up a little bit. It's imperative. We got to dive in head first and you got to get after it if you want to stay sober and uh and and keep on a good track, keep on a good path. Now, we're moving into a new year this year. Okay, this is uh this is the first episode of the 2018 year and I want to ask you, how do you stay sober? What are some things that you do to stay sober? And I'd like you to think about that. Even make a list if you want. If that helps you to write some of those things out. And and I, I bring this up because 
Um, I've been in, in quite a few meetings this week, and that was one of the topics. And I, I love it because it's so simple, or, or at least the question is simple. Okay, the question is simple. And uh, how do you stay sober? And so I want to share with you a few things I do to stay sober. And I hope that it encourages you uh, to, to kind of have your own plan and not just have your plan. Cause I know a lot of you guys listen out there probably do have a plan. Some of you, some of you might not, and hopefully this helps, but for those that do, you know, it, this actually forced me to think about, because a lot of us do it subconsciously. It's cause it's what we do. Like it's just, it's not, I don't wake up every day at least at this point in my recovery and have to focus on, um, how am I going to stay sober today? Because it's a lifestyle for me now. Does that make sense? I'm asking you like you can reply to me, but I, you know, it's a good thing to ask because it, it, there's some weird psychological trigger in your brain when I ask a question afterwards. I don't know. It's some, some shit I learned one time. Who knows if it's even true? I don't know. I'm not that smart. But I hope that makes sense to you. You know, it's not, it's, it's a lifestyle for me, so I don't have to do that. But what it did by asking this question in the meeting is it did make me consciously think about it. Well, what are the things that I do? to, to stay, to stay sober and not just stay sober. Something I've been talking about a lot lately and really thinking about a lot, not just stay sober. The programs, 12 step programs, community, um, trying to give up alcohol, drugs. It's, it's so much more about me and about me being able to deal with life than it is about my drinking and drug use. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to, to lessen my drinking and, and drug use days at all. It was definitely an issue, but it's so much more the programs, you know, and, and work in recovery is about finding out about self, about finding out about me. And that has, that has been what has been so huge. And so, you know, I don't want to sound cliche, but so exciting. It really has been exciting every day. Uh, because I'm continuing to learn about myself and learn about other people and how to communicate with other people and and most importantly how to serve other people. I mean that's a huge one in 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 some of the things that I uh, kind of made a couple notes on here that we're going to go over in just a minute about how do you how do I stay sober? Um, so I guess with that let's just jump into this right now. I mean, why not? Why waste any more time talking about public shitting and trying to make analogies that don't really add up but they kind of do but they kind of don't. Hopefully there was some comedy in there a little bit and you you got a quick laugh out of it because that's what we want in 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 recovery and in sobriety too. Like we're not dead. We can still laugh and and have fun and do a lot of things that we used to do. We just take the alcohol out of it, man, and it's it's fucking amazing sometimes. So how do I stay sober? Number one, community. I actually didn't number these out, but they're in a certain order. So we'll call it number one, community. And with community comes meetings. Okay, and I'm going to admit, and, and my sponsor can attest to this too, he's been on, on me trying to get to more meetings for months now. And I'll tell you what, in the last week, I think I've been to five meetings. And there's a certain reason for that, which we'll get into in a minute, but... um man, it's funny how when you, when you start getting dialed in, um, how much more dialed in you get. Does that make sense? It's funny how when you get dialed in, I'm asking myself that by the way, it's funny how when you get dialed in, 
you get more dialed in. Yeah, I guess it does. And my sponsor has been on me about that, you know, about, about trying to get to more meetings and being community. And, and part of it, part of it for me is I am in a lot of community through church, through, uh, celebrate recovery through the podcast. Uh, I'm constantly working with people and talking to people and talking recovery and stuff. So I'm definitely plugged in every day. I'm doing something in recovery, which is phenomenal for my own recovery and hopefully it's serving a purpose for uh for a program or for others or for whatever whatever that is but i'm learning that it's less about me and it's more about the program if that makes sense and i think that has just and i don't at all have it all figured out so i'm not trying to sound like i do but i I am learning that it's less about me it's more about the program it's more about service it's more about me serving and in the meantime i'm i'm definitely staying dialed in and working on my own my own stuff but you know once i kind of started making that connection this you know this whole process and this whole lifestyle has just it it really is exciting like i said before it it really is because there's something new every day either talking to somebody new or learning something new you know i think i heard as men I can't remember where I heard this at or where I read it at, but as men, when we get to be adult, adult males, and this may be true for women too, but I'm not a woman, I'm a man. So I'm, I can just speak for the dudes out there and for myself, actually, I can actually only speak for myself. You know, I know for me, as I got to a certain age, I felt like I should have everything figured out. And that was like, you know, we all think we know everything when we're in our, you know, late teens, early twenties, of course. Or know-it-all little assholes who, you know, think we got the world in the palm of our hands when really we don't know jack shit. And I didn't know anything, but I thought I knew everything. And what happened to me is that at a point, I think I stopped enjoying learning other things because I thought I needed to have everything figured out. And if I didn't know something, I just wrote it off as being stupid or I didn't need to know it anyways because I was scared. So a lot of this came out of fear. I was very fearful of looking stupid and having to learn something new. So once I got in, once I you know quit drinking and, and I put the I put the drug use down and the alcohol down and I started to learn about myself, it like opened up this whole new like this whole new door to life in general and openness to learning stuff. And that in itself has been huge. You know, we shouldn't stop learning just because we become adults. Like think about a kid, like a kid is constantly learning stuff. You know, they're constantly opening themselves up to learn something new because they don't care if they suck at it at first, they'll just get better at it. And a lot, a lot of people who find enjoyment in doing things, you know, whether they suck at it at the beginning or not, it's, it's something that they, they're probably pretty passionate about if they end up, you know, going after it and going, going for it and, uh, putting some, investing some time into it. And, you know, for me, when, when I started to, to do that and open up that door and start to be okay with sucking at stuff, I think I've talked about this before, embracing the suck and, you know, that came from, I want to say Mark, Mark divine, um, Navy seal. I believe he's got a podcast too. I can't remember. I can't think of the name of it right now, but, um, and I think it came from him and 
I stand corrected if I'm wrong on that, but it came from somebody, I want to say an, an ex Navy SEAL who talked about that embracing the suck. Like you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be great at something, but if you want to learn something, you're going to have to put the work in. And the same thing goes with recovery em- embrace the suck at first, man. You know, we suck sometimes in life. We make, we all make mistakes. We do things stupidly. Sometimes we do things that are stupid. We say things that are stupid. We fuck up sometimes. It's part of it, but I'm not saying embrace it, that it's okay. You know, we need to make amends and all that good stuff that we get through in the step work, but you know, it's okay. Like grace. I'm learning to give myself grace. I guess that's a really big thing too. So I know I kind of got off track there on community and on meetings. I kind of started going down, but you know, I, I tend to do that sometimes and I hope you you got something out of that. So let me jump back on to, to the community and the meetings, like how imperative that is to be surrounded with people you know, when you're trying to stay sober, uh, surrounded with good people at that, good people that know what you're going through, good people that lift me up and don't, you know, pull me down, good people I can rely on, you know, and that goes for friends too, friends and family, you know, not just a community of 12 steppers too, but I'm talking about good friends, you know, that, that you can trust, like I said. So, you know, that's that's as a whole. And then next to that, the church too. I want to mention that. We have a men's group that, that we do, and that's another part of community. It's another branch. It's another tool in the toolbox that that helps um that really helps get through, you know, some some of the things that I go through. And without those people in my life, man, I'll be lost. I would be lost. I can't do this alone. It's not a it's not a me thing, it's not an alone thing. And so with the 12 step meetings, like I'd mentioned earlier, I've been to quite a few of them this last week. It just, it really helped me. It really helped open me up. You know, it really helped open me up and helped open that door to, you know, to me to make it even, even clearer now, you know, that how, how much it's not about me and how much it's about service and how much it's about the program and how much it's about other people. And man, there's something that's super uh, peaceful about that. And I'm just going to continue to do the best I can, you know, every day. And that, that's all I can do because I'm never going to figure it out and I don't ever want to figure it out. And, and the faster I understand that and, and know that, the easier I think my day will be every day. So we got community, we got meetings. How do I stay sober? How do you stay sober? Um, after that, a sponsor I want to talk about. A sponsor is key. We hear about that a lot in the rooms for those of you who have been in the rooms. And, um, you know, I, I didn't have really a sponsor the first two years of my my recovery. Um, I did have, I should take that back. I did have two, two different sponsors, but it didn't last very long. And it wasn't because they were, they were bad dudes or, you know, they weren't doing, um, you know, they weren't doing, they weren't working with me. It wasn't anything like that. It was just me really honestly thinking that I could do it on my own. I think I, when I look back now, I really think that's what it was. You know, I don't really need a sponsor. And I think I got this thing on my own and I'll work the steps someday. And, you know, I did work the steps with one of those sponsors and I, I think I did a pretty half-assed job with it. I didn't really, I didn't really dive into it as deep as I, I should have at the time. Sponsorship, crucial. I can't say it enough. You know, don't try to do this shit on your own. 
I shouldn't be giving advice, but I can, I can share with you that for me, it didn't really work trying to do it on my own. And as soon as I started working through the steps again and just having some accountability, I've said that word earlier through a sponsor and, 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 and really opening my mind up and trying to learn some new things about the program itself or about a program, whatever it is that you do, that's, I just burped, almost threw up in my mouth actually, sorry. Um, Mexican food for lunch, it was good, Vasquez, Vasquez Deli, oh yeah. Who's calling me right now? It's a 1-800 number, probably a telemarketer. Dude, God, do you guys get telemarketer calls? Like, oh, I can't stand that stuff. I actually need to play a joke on, on one of them sometime and just, I don't even know what that would be like, but I should try it. Anyways, what was I talking about? Throwing up in my mouth, telemarketer calls. Got to get back on track here. I'm really blowing this one today, folks. I mean, I am, but I'm not because I, I think we want to have some fun with this. We don't want some old serious, old, you know, corporate sounding dildo who's just wrapping off a bunch of, you know, statistics and all that stuff, right? We want real, we want raw. And that's, that's what we're getting right here on Sober Guy Radio. So sponsorship, key, community, meetings, key. How do I stay sober? Helping others and serving. Okay, so we got community and meetings. We have sponsorship. Get a sponsor if you don't have one, just to wrap that one up. Get a sponsor, get a sponsor, get a sponsor, get a sponsor. Even if it's a temporary one. Maybe it's somebody who you don't think is the right fit, but just just get one for the time being. Something else will happen when you'll find someone who fits well. Trust me. So helping others and serving. We'll move on to that right now. Now, I had mentioned I've been to quite a few meetings this week, more than I've been to in, you know, I'm usually, you know, a you know, one, one a week, maybe I've been trying to stay on track with that, but this week has been quite a few. And I'll tell you why, because I've been helping somebody. I've been helping a couple guys actually. And that's been cool. And when I say helping them, I'm not saying like, I've been helping them. Like I know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't. All I'm doing is I'm making myself available. That's it. Okay. Half the time, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. All I'm doing is I'm being there. That's it. And that's enough. That is enough. Um, at least at, at the beginning, man, just be there, just opening up and, and opening myself up and trying to make myself available for God to use me, if that makes sense. And I want to, I, I want to thank actually my sponsor for kind of showing me that because he's the one who's, I think, um, you know, kind of, kind of led me to, to be able to see that you know, or at least to acknowledge it and start to work on it. So it's something I'm, I'm constantly working on, but you know, in serving and in, in trying to make myself available for other people, it's helped drive me to, to more meetings this week, which has been great. You know, it's a, as, as much as this, you know, these couple guys think that I'm helping them, like they're helping me just as much. And that's the coolest thing about service and about, um, you know, working with other people and having that community is that it's, it comes full circle. When we serve, we get out of our own head. When I serve, when I help somebody else, I get out of my own head. And that is um, 100% on point. I've experienced it many times and it works. So the next time you're out there and you're starting to get in your own head and the wheels are starting to spin, go help somebody. You know, find somebody to help, find somebody to talk to. I guarantee you it'll take you out of your own head. 
That's been huge. So let's do a quick recap real quick. How do you stay sober? Very brief. How do I stay sober? How do you stay sober? I'm going to tell you how I stay sober. At least a few of the things. Community, meetings, have a sponsor, helping others, and serving. Those are three of the most, I mean, I think those are the main three that you're going to hear in a 12-step program. And in recovery in general, those are three, the three main ones. And then I, I have a couple more I wanted to share with you too that have really been crucial to my own recovery. And the first one is finding a purpose, finding something that I like to do. That is how this podcast got started for me. I love media. I'm a musician. I love playing guitar. I love singing. I love writing. Um, I've always been into that. I have a lot of, you know, time invested into it. And so for me, the idea came to start a podcast. I could talk about my recovery and it was media based recording and all that kind of stuff. And so it was like this hobby. And once I get fixed, fixated on something I'm passionate about, I do not stop. And so that is how sober guy has really, you know, was really born and how it's continued to evolve because I'm very passionate about it. And it's something that I love to do. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and start a podcast. Or if that's something you're interested in, go out and start a podcast. But what I'm saying is, you know, once once I found something that I really wanted to go after, it was a great supplement to, you know, all the time that I spent wasted away partying and, and, and doing other dumb stuff. Now I was putting my time, my effort, my passion into something positive. And so finding a purpose you know, and finding a passion, finding something that you like to do um, is absolutely huge. And I think that's the little bonus one for me in addition to community, meeting, sponsorship, helping others and serving. You know, I think that the purpose and the passion is, uh, is, is instrumental, at least for me in my success and being able to, you know, start to change my lifestyle. So I hope some of those things help you and I hope that they make sense to you. Um, I know, I know two things and that's for sure is that if I do this one day at a time, it's a hell of a lot easier. And, and if I pray and I open myself up to God, it's full peace and full joy when I, when I can do that. And who told me recently, maybe it was pastor Dave I can't remember exactly. Somebody said the difference between joy and happiness. And happiness is what we think life should be sometimes. What I think life should be. I should be happy and everything Everything should be going well. I shouldn't have any obstacles. I shouldn't have anything in my way. I shouldn't have any troubles. And then I could be happy. You know, that's not what ha- what, what happiness is. Or maybe that maybe that is what happiness is, but that's not what joy is. You know, it was explained to me that joy, you know, pure joy is being in a relationship with God or a higher power, whatever that looks like to you, being in that relationship and, and being so faithful to it that you can still experience joy through times of hardship. That's what that's what it's about to me, at least, because life is life and, and it's going to throw some shit at us sometimes. And 
I don't know what's in store for tomorrow, but I only pray that I'm I'm locked in enough with with God to where I can deal with it. You know, and I can still experience joy through some difficult times somehow, some way, and not have to turn back to that old lifestyle, that old Shane, because I have the tools today to deal with it. And how do I do that? I do that one more time. How do I stay sober? How do I do that? I do it through community, meetings, sponsorship, helping others or serving, finding a purpose, and finding something I'm passionate about. I hope that helps you today. Happy New Year to you. It's 2018. Set some goals. I'm going to do the same thing. Please leave us some feedback. I feel like we haven't had any feedback in a while. If you go to iTunes and leave us a, um, a review on there, would greatly appreciate that. You can go to www.thatsoberguy.com. You can help support us by donating to the show. You can leave us a review like I mentioned on iTunes. You can leave us a comment. I'd love to hear any feedback. I'd love to hear um, what you guys are up to. If you need help with anything, feel free to leave us a message. Um, you can also call Foundations Recovery Network at 877-714-1318. Um, check out Sober Nation, another great organization, and uh, that'll be in the show notes, the link there. I believe it's www.sobernation.com. I am Sober App. Check those, those guys out too. That's a free download there. Amazing app to keep you on track. I love you guys. Uh, super stoked to be serving. Thank you for all your support, peace, love, respect.